we definitely got to, uh, next time we do like a brunch or something, got to for sure order a French brunch toast. toast. <laughs> brunch. Hit it, boys. Football season has begun, but it's not too late to get closer to the game you love with DraftKings One Week Fantasy Football. This Sunday, DraftKings is hosting a $100,000 contest that is totally free to enter. With DraftKings, there are many ways to play. Choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against a group of your friends. DraftKings is a beginner and casual contest where you will play against people of similar skill level. The best part is, you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. So get to DraftKings.com now and use promo code BRUNCH to play in DraftKings' free contest with $100,000 in total prizes this Sunday. That's promo code BRUNCH to compete for your share of $100,000 in total prizes. The contest is free to enter. Why wouldn't you try? DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. CLNS Radio, get the app. It's Monday and Chance is pissed at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> that was unbelievable. That was really unbelievable. I think my favorite part was that you were like waiting like a horse in the in the gate. And then I hit, I hit record and I told you. And you just went out sprinting. <laughs> that was unbelievable. It was, uh, you, know what that, you know what I would kind of say to describe that voice as? It's as if uh, horrible. <laughs> a animated series, an animated TV show, is like making a cartoon about the uh, the pre pubescent life of Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, and that would be that would be the voice. that yeah that was Jerry before he realized that uh, that everything that he does is a bit. Yes, you know was Jerry before his balls dropped. Too. Right, yeah, and he was like, "All I gotta do is uh, maybe trim a little fat off of me just complaining about life, and these will actually be jokes." Unbelievable read. Thank you very much. Like it to is, read. It is Monday. Chance the rapper is pissed. He is pissed. Uh, he's. I think that Chance the rapper is slowly uh, like we've seen the last couple of years. Chance the rapper has become Sir Chance the rapper. Yes. Very polished, yeah. very eloquent, uh, just very, like, getting shit done. Knows that he's a very important person, knows that he's got a voice, knows that he's got to use it. He, so, And he seems like the kind of person that kind of uh, uses his energy wisely. Yes. He doesn't waste his time on right. things that don't matter. He's, I mean, he's obviously a, a kid, but he's a grown-ass man. He's an adult. He likes to, to get things done. He's a father, all the above. Great guy. That's why so many people look up to him. But... Uh, Chance the Rapper used to just be a fucking kid who was high all the time and saying God knows what. And I think that he's starting to make a little bit of a comeback. Uh, because this weekend was a lot of... Uh, well, let's work backwards. Sunday, he let's tweeted... this thing. Yeah. Sunday, he tweeted, Just got Hulu. Guess what I responded? Me too. I said, yo, they got the Saw movies. And that got, like, a lot of favorites. Really? Yeah, from, like, people who don't follow me. Like, a lot of people saw his tweet, clicked on it. I may have been, like, one of the, like, the higher responses or something. And they're like, fuck yeah, they do have the, the Saw movies. Yo, Hulu is making some moves. Recently. Hulu is making moves. You're right, because they got... Uh, they got Boy Meets World. Yes. They got... Uh, what, what else? Uh, Full some, House. 
Nobody uh, gives a butt shit about that show. That they, show sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, sucks. They got Sabrina the not Teenage Mutant. I'm not even talking about Fuller House. Right, you're talking about like old school Full House. Sucks. Yeah, old school Full House sucks. It's not that great. Uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Joey was okay. This but, is sort of a creepy arrangement. Yes, exactly. Joey. Joey also. Joey's like. Uh, I'll tolerate him in a show role where yes, it's like very yeah. removed from real life. But IRL, he's a. I don't want him near my kids yes. guy. Well, I mean... And his also, job is to make, like, shit for kids. Yeah. Well, also, like, in Full House, yeah, I don't want him near my kids either. He's... Yeah. If you want, if you're having an uncle, a living uncle, you don't want your living uncle to play with dolls. No, but he's... And uh be a ventriloquist. Also, uh, bad, he's what we're trying to get out of the game because he is strongly associated with hockey in the show. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, he's a big Oilers fan, isn't he's he? He's a Red Wings fan. Okay. Uh, he's an Oilers fan in real life, I think. Well, he's a big... Ho- so that was a, th- a thing in the 90s. Like, if you liked hockey, people would say, oh, you, you play hockey? You like hockey? You know who loves hockey? And you'd be like, Dave Coulier. And they'd be like, Dave Coulier. He really <laughs> likes hockey. I went to a celebrity hockey thing, and he played in it. So I want, is he like the new Jay Baruchel? The original Jay Baruchel. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. Jay Baruchel is a new... Uh, yeah, Coulier. he started the whole... Um, look, you may know me from being a problematic Creepy uncle, uncle. <laughs> but actually, I like hockey, so it's all good. Well, you, they ha- those people exist because uh, very few people like hockey and very few pa- famous people like hockey. So when there's a f- semi-famous person that really likes hockey, yeah. the NHL really doesn't let go of that. I think that he was in... By Joe Manganiello. Yeah. By the way, do you know that's not how you say his name? We've been so we've said his name wrong a lot of times, like on purpose. We yeah. called him like Joe Mangello, blah. It's Joe Mang, uh, Manganiello. Yeah, it's something like that. Because that name sucks. We'll because Sofia Vergara was on some show, and uh, they were talking about how he loves the Steelers. And boy, oh boy, if Sofia Vergara doesn't always fucking have it going on. Oh yeah, she, it's it's ridiculous. She's gonna be seven hundred and like the hottest person in the world. Absolutely. She, I, I feel like she's been middle aged for probably thirty years mm-hmm. and is n- and just keeps getting better looking by the day. You know that she was on Punked back in the day. No. Yeah, like as an actress. Yeah, like they, they okay. punked her and oh. she was like the fucking sexy young thing. Oh wow. She was your. Because that again, like it's very, very difficult to keep up with who the hot actresses and stuff are. Because sometimes they they'll only be in one thing, and then and then there's like another young thing that everybody's yeah. talking about. So you forget about it's them. Very after much a, month. a revolving door. Totally. So at at one point, apparently, Sofia Vergara was like the ooh, have you check out Sofia Vergara? And then I think nothing happened for like 15 years, and they made Modern Family, and they were like, "She's still looking up. Who the fuck is this?" So I, when I saw Modern Family, I thought that Sofia Vergara was like just a really hot woman who, at age like 42, decided to become an actress, and they said, "Okay, here you go, you get to have this show." Yeah, she is. I don't say va va voom a lot, <laughs> but that's because we don't talk about Sofia Vergara a lot. You never really explained how Joe Mangello's name. Well, they said uh, they said your man Joe Manganiello uh, is a big Steelers fan, and she said I was going to do a voice, but that would be well, racist. Well, you know what? They everybody was probably pronouncing his name wrong the entire time because she is a, a foreign person and she can't say anything. She can't. She can't pronounce. So you think her, that maybe she yeah. said it? She wrong. She doesn't know anything. She's foreign. 
but she didn't according t- to all the award shows yeah oh, okay i just said. got so like yeah. you said that you said that twice and i was like oh that's not good and yes, then i really yes. making fun of oh, the yes. fact that, that no that every award show thinks that she's not capable of doing anything because she's foreign yes every joke that they make for her in an award show is what me read or what? like me interact with another person who and, speaks English? Right. I can't do that. I and everyone who's watching it is like, I bet she can interact with another yeah. person. Like, She's been like a very famous person yeah. in Hollywood for a long time. She's probably met a lot of people, yeah. interacted with a lot of people. She's successful. Um, so, getting to Chance being pissed at Rotten Tomatoes, on Friday, he tweeted, Yesterday I watched a movie that I never heard of. It had a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was funny as fuck. WTF Rotten Tomatoes. He tagged Rotten Tomatoes on each reference. He then followed it up with, you knew what movie it was. That's why you didn't respond at Rotten Tomatoes. That's why you didn't respond. And uh, it was then a link to the movie The House with Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. We saw it. We reviewed it. Followed it up again with, he quote tweeted his previous tweet with, 70%, 17 fucking percent. I hope Will and Amy and Nick never see the travesty that is these critics' reception of this masterpiece. Who's Nick? I don't know. Maybe the director? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then he started, and then someone like responded, expose him, Chance. So he kept exposing them. And then he says he got mad at them because, they, because Rotten Tomatoes gave Bullworth a higher rating and uh, a lot of shit about how the house was good and how Rotten Tomatoes fucked up. Oh, what Nick, makes Nick is Nick Kroll. I yeah, but Nick was Kroll's was he in it? Yeah. So when I saw Nick, I thought that he assumed Nick Kroll was in it, even he though was he wasn't because he was, of those he was other a people. Scumbag politician. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. Nick Kroll, man. Um so and another person said they have hot rotted only forty percent. And he quotes me with Where does it end? So he was really going in on Rotten Tomatoes. What makes this good is Seemingly, Chance the Rapper doesn't understand how, how Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes works. works. Yeah, work yeah. Like, like he's mad at Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> for the rating. Rotten Tomatoes compiles the yes. ratings of what are they called? Trusted critics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's just like the New York Times. It's and, an aggregate. Yeah, right. Exactly. And uh, who's the who's the dude who hated um, Get Out? Who uh, always goes yeah, the, opposite the opposite of what yeah, everyone says? Everything. Yeah. Uh, so it, that's what Rotten Tomatoes. Is. It's not like Rotten Tomatoes watched it and was like, mm. Rotten Tomatoes isn't like one. That's guy what we do when we because <laughs> we give Rotten Tomatoes ratings where we yes. guess what we think it will be. But Rotten Tomatoes isn't like one. I think Chance the Rapper thinks that Rotten Tomatoes is like one guy sitting in a room being like just yelling out numbers, being like seventeen. Yeah, he thinks that Rotten Tomatoes is like Turtle Boy Sports. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like a guy. We. This yeah. is what we think of We this at Rotten Tomatoes. And everybody in the world is like, you. Yes. You. You, you one guy, Rotten Tomatoes. We know. We fucking know. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah. So that was Chance the Rapper uh, really going on Rotten Tomatoes. And again, he's usually going after like politicians and uh, people who are fucking stuff up. He's trying to fix. He's trying to right wrongs. And uh, this was a weekend where a lot of his energy was devoted yes, to, to smashing Rotten Tomatoes, to going uh, after Rotten when Tomatoes. He, when he sent the first tweet and it was like, I saw him tweet that and it was like, 17, uh, you know, what movie it is or whatever. I would have never guessed the house. No, yeah, I didn't think. I mean, we both said it on the podcast. We reviewed it. We both thought the house was pretty good. Yeah, I. Uh, so that was gonna. That's what I was gonna text you when I saw his tweet. I was gonna say, wow, or once he 
once he sent a couple tweets and said that it was about the house because I was I didn't realize that it was seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that because we oh because we saw it before it came out, so we didn't really let the dust settle on it. By the time the movie came out, it was way in the fucking rearview mirror. Bad boy life. We're seeing movies too early. So when I saw that he tweeted that it was seventeen percent, I was gonna text you. Wow, turns out the house was only seventeen percent, but. Before I could get any sort of text message out, he'd sent like nine more tweets, and I was way more invested on seeing what the fuck was going on between Chance the Rapper and Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm I'm glad that Ch- we have similar lines of thinking as uh, as Chance the Rapper. That that, that makes me feel good. Uh, yeah, Chance that- the Rapper is. I mean, he's like he's the everyman. I think that in some way, shape, or form, you see a Chance the Rapper tweet, you hear a Chance the Rapper song, and you're like, Chance the Rapper gets me. Right. Um, we also did uh, extend the invite to invite him on the podcast. Yes. We can add him to the list of people that have completely ignored us. Yes, that's messed up. Uh, no, I, I'm, I, I'm not even bothered by it. It's Chance the Rapper. It's it's like the... Uh, it's so lofty that you can't be offended by by him being like, nah, I'm good. But Chance the Rapper's a fan of mine, though, so it's, it's kind true. of... He shared stuff, it, and he actually retweeted you during this whole debacle. Yes. Amazing, I believe, is what he called me. Oh, when you uh, wrote that thing. Or, yeah. And it, it wasn't a retweet. i got to clarify this. It was not a retweet. He just tweeted out the link himself. Found that shit. Said, this is an amazing guy. Amazing read, he said. Congratulations, man. So that's so, so now I'm on rocky footing with Chance the Rapper. Because he's fucking ignoring us after saying to our face that we're, quote unquote, unbefucking leavable. That's Chance the Rapper. His words, not mine. What a guy. I think I think uh, him tweeting about that movie is also a sneaky brag because you mentioned that he got on Hulu, but I doubt that movie's on Hulu. I uh, I just I saw it on my on-demand menu this week, hmm. but you can only buy it. Oh, that's I hate that. That's yeah, so they, fucking they bogus. They do like the buy it thing. Yeah, for like a you, week. Yeah. yeah, before you can rent it. So it's still on Just Buy. So for Chance the Rapper to watch the movie. Ooh. He probably bought it. He's saying... That's a sneaky little I have money move. Well, I mean, he donates like a million dollars to whatever he feels like donating a million dollars to. So that's... uh, That's... That's like a use your money for good thing. Yeah. Buying movies on demand is like a I can do this just because I can. There are some expenses that no matter how much money you have, it's like, no, that's still in a vacuum, a waste of money. Like even like even if you have a billion oh, yeah. dollars, like like if you can be LeBron, you can yeah. be anybody in the world, you can be Bill Gates. If I had that much money, I wouldn't be buying movies on demand. So that's the thing. Like I, I said, there that's are the some expenses like that. I don't think that's one of them because oh. I'm a poor guy and I'm pretty sure that I've bought movies on demand when I'm like, you know what? I can't wait the fucking day. I got to see it. I've never done that and I'll never do it. It's the principle of the thing. Yeah, I uh, especially now that I have the movie pass thing. Yeah, which by the way, haven't used yet. I, I have used it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Really? Oh, yeah. I so the the one time I went to use it, my service like suddenly got shitty as I was starting to use it, nah, and I was it. like, "This is a fucking. This is a. I'm getting. Uh, this is a cyber attack. <laughs> I'm experiencing right now by these fucking people. Ran into no kinks. It was perfect. Wow. That's so now awesome. that I now that I have that in my wallet, mm-hmm. and I pay ten bucks a month to see. However many fucking movies I want, yeah. I'm not buying on-demand movies for like 15 bucks. It's funny that you mentioned this. Uh, I was going to point out, I now haven't seen, I haven't gone to a movie in theaters in like like two and a half weeks. 
That feels like a fucking eternity. That's I went, wild. I went. Well, we both went like two weeks ago. Uh, to Kingsman. Uh, Right, so Kingsman was the last one. Yeah, yeah, so that was like two weeks ago, yeah, I guess. So, yeah, that was... It may have been like one week it ago. Was, it was a gap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I did feel the same way. I was like, fuck, I need to get back here more. Isn't that so weird, though? I mean, like for a long time... like I, I've said this before. I was never like a big movie Me guy. Either. Not until a couple years ago. I would go like a couple times a year. Yeah, yeah. And I have friends who don't go to the movies at all. Um, and... Well, I think where in the position that... I think you're probably thinking this way too, but the position that we're in right now, it's we've seen almost everything. Yeah. And I, d- like I never check anything that's relevant. Yeah. We've kind of seen it. So, yeah, it's funny. You, you said that, that, uh, that shit, the house popped up on demand in the movie section. I probably like two months ago, I realized this. I've stopped uh looking at the on-demand movie section or looking at what movies are there on itunes because if there was anything in which either you or myself were remotely interested we would have seen it when it came out so like i've i'm not going to open up itunes and be like huh that movie's out now i never saw it because i it's like i would have fucking seen it on a tuesday at 11 o'clock and shoved a bunch of fucking cookie dough bites in my dick. I think, like, between it and uh, and Kingsman, there was nothing I was really interested in other than those two movies. But now it seems like coming up, there's a bunch of movies that uh, that I have some interest in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have to see uh, Stronger. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal won. Um, this week... Oh, this week is uh, the movie with... Uh, Idris Elba, where he gets stuck yeah, on the mountain. Yeah, I yeah. Want to see I that. saw. Yeah, I saw a preview for that uh, earlier today, and I was like, "Oh fuck, right! I wanted to see that because I need, I need to get. Uh, we need Idris Elba to be back in everyone's good graces oh, yeah. because that guy's too handsome to be down for long." And the Dark Tower was like what, like a couple months ago? Yeah, I think that was already. That, that's pro- probably that, popping up in the on-demand section. That's right like about a now. straight to video on-demand. Yeah, movie. Uh, the new Blade Runner. Is coming out this week as well. I don't think I've seen. I think I've seen like one preview for it, and everyone. I think a lot of people have said that maybe it looks bad. Yeah, I'm like, well, too bad. I'm seeing. I'm it. gonna see it. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I've seen the first Blade Runner or however many Blade Runners there were before this one. Hmm. I don't think I've seen any of them. But I don't yeah, care. I don't Ryan know if Gosling I, is in this movie. I'm right. gonna see it. Too. Oh, I want to see the Snowman. Oh, me too. I definitely want to see that. Cute. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I didn't know. If, are you, is that a joke, or do you really not know? No, it's about a cute little snowman who goes around killing everyone. Yes, yeah. yeah and what's is uh, what's is Michael Keaton in that? No, it's uh, oh no, like but Michael Keaton was in a snow mo- a snowman movie. But that I think that Jack was Frost. a cute one. Yeah, was was Jack Frost a cute movie? Yeah. So Jack Frost, I remember, looked scary because that also came out like twenty years ago. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'll have Almost to check it out. It, man. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. Um, yeah, Michael Fassbender. Uh, yeah, he does he play the snowman? No, I well, I ooh we don't could know. be a twist. Ooh, sorry, that, spoiler. That, that definitely seems like a movie that's like big twist movie. Uh, by the way, we got some breaking news courtesy of a Bruntouchable. Uh, I did not have at DJ Bean get me into watching Saw. Only for it to be removed from Hulu just now. SMH. Wow. So that's some. So we're, we might have to do some heavy editing on that Hulu discussion we just had because Hulu now taking some significant steps backwards. What the fuck am I paying 
I was going to say 10 bucks a month. I, I have no idea how much fucking Hulu costs. Hulu could cost me $45 a month, and I wouldn't know. It, that's actually a good little survey. Get, like they sh- there should be a game show, like, like The Price Was Right, where uh, you go on and they have you guess how much something you pay for costs <laughs> and see how close you get to it. Because I'd probably lose on a lot of those. I th- if, th- if they're like, all right, DJ, you pay for Netflix, uh, Hulu, Apple Music, uh, Amazon, and Spotify, how much do... Do each of them cost, and then you total up how much you're off by. I would guess between those what those five services, I would be off by six hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I'd find a way to fuck that up that badly. I, I, if you know how much fucking Netflix costs, then you're a fucking you're a geek. geek. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, asshole. yeah. Like I know, I know how much some things cost, but. Fuck man, if it's if it's under twenty dollars, just it doesn't count. If it's under twenty dollars, it just doesn't count. Exactly, like, and that's why. So that's why I'll buy the fucking movie on demand because still not doing that because it's yeah. the principle of the thing. And you you got to watch fucking Arrested Development, but uh, the mother who's used to being rich her whole life and having people take care of everything for her, uh, she they're talking about bananas and having oh to get one. Oh my god, are you going to talk about this again? Have you not heard have I I've made this reference before? You've made this reference like 6 times on the podcast. What is it then? It's oh, it's one banana. How much could it cost? $10? $10? Yeah, it's so good. This is <laughs> why the fuck haven't you watched it? 14 times on the podcast. So you know that that's like the heat of heat and you still aren't inspired to watch the rest of development? I've I've even seen the gif. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um we uh Kirby Enthusiasm's back. Hold on. For that, uh, I have another. It's Monday and people are pissed. Go. Uh, it's us because Ryan Gosling was the star of Saturday Night Live this week, mm. and you know who he brought out for his opening monologue. I know. I saw that. I Emma didn't see Stone. the episode, but I saw. I saw a picture of Emma Stone Just and Ryan Gosling fucking together, rubbing their cuteness in our face. I know, reminding everybody, hey, we're not married. I know. This is just a TV thing. Eventually, that tease gets infuriating. Like, people are going to die over this, you know? I would say eventually that tease is going to become a real thing. Uh, I've been eating it forever. I mean, you and I fall on kind of... Actually, I think that you... I think that we fall on the same side of it now. Like, you were like, you were very big... Uh, well, what do you, when you got Eva Mendez, what do you, like, you got no choice. What, are you going to leave Eva Mendez? Yes. And I've always been, <laughs> yeah, you fucking leave Eva Mendez and you don't give it a second fucking thought. Yeah. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling belong together. Cuteness overload. I don't even... Like, wh- what would that baby even look like? I don't, it, I don't care. It would just be like, uh, you know the gif of... Just more ca- I care more about what would that baby making look like. Okay. You, you, so you, you need the, the Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone sex tape. Oh, I don't want the sex tape. I just want to think I was going to say, them. because they would not be a sex no, tape No, I just want to think about it. You know what they would be? is uh, They would be the perfect combination of cute sexy and sexy. And cute. Yeah. That's right. Because they, they both are in their own right. Both of those things. Yep. I lo- I, I, I love defending Emma Stone because a lot of guys are fucking idiots. And they're like, I don't see what the big deal with Emma Stone is. And I'm like, why do you? Why does your voice sound like that? <laughs> fucking creep. I love Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just rubbing it in our face at this point. So I'm kind of mad about it. I didn't see a second of that. How was it? Um, It was okay. Hmm. Uh, there was a ton of breaking. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot. 
and it was all Ryan Gosling. Well, I was going to say, Ryan Go- all Ryan Gosling did at the fucking Oscars was break, and he didn't even have lines. Like, he wasn't even acting. Yeah, he, he literally could not keep it together. Uh, Kate McKinnon kept getting him, uh, and then there was just, like, the stupidest fucking skit in the world where he basically falls in love with a, uh, a hen. Okay. <laughs> and so he just kept laughing at the stupidity of that. I love, I mean, obviously I'm a David Pumpkins guy, so this won't come as any surprise. I love the SNL skits that push stupidity as far as it can fucking go. Like, those, like when I think of my favorite SNL skits, a lot of them are just, the joke is, this like, is the stupidest funny, fucking thing in the world. There was, uh, there was one with uh, when Peyton Manning was hosting. The, the the episode that Peyton Manning did with like the United Way one and everything that was like a, that's like an iconic episode. Yeah. But the 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 skit that'll be overlooked. It was one of the. It, it was like maybe the last one of the episode. It was just like way fucking buried. But it was the making of the movie Three Hundred, and uh, Peyton Manning was playing a guy named Mitch, and they were shooting a scene where. Peyton Manning, he's got all the fucking muscles, he's wearing whatever the fuck the 300 fucking Star Wars dorks were wearing, and uh, he's got a big boulder, and all the scene is, is uh, they need Mitch to throw this, throw the rock down on this guy who's cowering and trying to get away, and then they're going to add all the special effects and everything after. So all they need for him to do is throw the rock. So they're like, okay, action, and he's holding, he's standing there with the rock over his head. He's growling, he's going, and the guy's cowering, and the guy's looking over his shoulder like, no, and they're like, all right, throw the rock, Mitch, and he's just holding the rock, and he's, and they're like, all right, all right, cut, Mitch, yeah, so throw the rock, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 got it, got it, and they do so many takes of it, and he never throws the rock, and every time they cut, they're like, are you hearing me, and he's like, yes, not stupid, I know, throw the rock and he just never throws it and it's just like five minutes uh, jason sudeikis is the director and he's just screaming like mitch throw the rock mitch and he j- every time he says it he just growls Ugh. it's so fucking- what's the conclusion there uh he just does, he doesn't throw the rock and one of the times too one of the times when he calls cut he's like mitch so you're hearing me throw like you know throw the rock right and he's like yeah, like this. And he like, throws the rock down. And he's like, okay, yes, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And he just never throws the rock. It's so fucking funny. And Keenan's the Keenan's the photog. Yeah. And there's like a lot of cutting to Keenan, and he's pissed because like they're they're supposed to be on break or something, or they're gonna take five. It is so fucking funny. I love. Sh- and then like the Christopher Walken, the the guy who's afraid of uh, plants. I don't know if I've seen that. That is. Uh, it's like Don Pardo does like an introduction or whatever. It's like, and now a guy who's afraid of plants and makes up for it by putting googly eyes on them. It's just Christopher walking in a room full of plants and he's like, hello, <laughs> very scared of these plants, but I put googly eyes on them. <laughs> and he just goes from plant to plant. He's like, this one, very scary for me, but as you can see googly eyes and it's just basically like the joke is christopher walken says googly eyes like 50 times yeah so fucking that's good, awesome man. i yeah like snl's great when it's being really really fucking dumb yeah uh so 
that was. Uh, I'm glad that SNL is back in my life again. Except uh, Vanessa Bayer's gone. I know that that really really sucks. But Kate McKinnon's still there, so yeah, I'm but, still invested. Yeah, but fuck Vanessa Bayer. She's one of the greats, man. Uh, yeah, I agree. And uh, you know what else? Uh, SNL came back hot with the Trump thing, obviously. Oh, really? Alec Baldwin was in it. Uh, but speaking of Trump things, we got to talk about Will and Grace. Oh, no, no, no. Before that, did you read the thing about um, uh, Daryl Hammond? No. That is unbelievable. So there was a story this past week that came out. It was a big feature on Daryl Hammond because Daryl Hammond was Trump yeah. for years. And they replaced him with uh, Alec Baldwin. And um, honestly, I never questioned it, which is weird. But um, Well, I think uh, Bal- Alec Baldwin was just so good at it that nobody really even... Right, yeah, it. yeah. And people were excited to see Alec Baldwin because right. it's Alec Baldwin. But uh, so Daryl Hammond obviously was on SNL forever. And he was uh, like their go-to impressionist. impressionist yeah. yeah. And uh, it's like this feature it's so it says so fucking much about him like he so he's a long time cutter did not know that oh like a like a hurt yourself cutter yeah okay so like he had a really really fucked up childhood and uh so he was like cutting throughout his run on snl and the debate with him and uh will ferrell the gore versus bush debate the one with uh lockbox where he he's al gore and his answer for everything is lockbox and will ferrell is the strategery dignitude like that i remember i watched that shit in like middle school my our social studies teacher showed it to us it was like i've seen that that debate a million fucking times that's like one of the all-time great like snl things that everyone replays over and over again right before he went out because he was, like, nervous that he, he thought that he was going to fuck up his lines or something. So right before he went out, he put out a bunch of gauze and, like, cut the fuck out of his wrists. Wrapped him up. Like, they were, like, fucking blood like crazy. And just wrapped him up, put his suit jacket on. So I so after, like, reading that story, I went back and watched that debate. It is so fucking eerie watching that. Because he was so fucking funny. He killed it. It's like that guy just fucking mangled himself. It's it's really That's wild. Yeah, and like he he had like a, a really bad drug problem, and it's uh, it's crazy. Like I mean, again, it goes to to show you, like you know, like you say, like you, like when we've talked about like celebrities who've been depressed and stuff, like you you, you never, never fucking see it. Fucking coming, see yeah. it. Uh, I also wanted, that's a fucking wild one. I also wanted. Did it say anything about uh, KFC? Because he was the the. Like when they relaunched, like the colonel. was he the colonel? He was the original. Colonel. They have turned that over every fucking second, right? And but now that's the joke, right? But he was like he was originally slated to be the the colonel. I don't know if it, the, this was the plan all all like the entire time. Yeah, but they could have been like they had issues with him, and they, right? Like they maybe, had to replace him. They were like, "Fuck, we just made this guy the colonel, right?" So now do we, now we can here is like the solution. We just change it every every fucking few months yeah i don't know and that's yeah the joke but the, the, I don't know, that, I, that's just me guessing right but that story definitely gives off like without saying it the story says probably a like he's got it probably hard to work with right, right right so probably like snl was not like fuck this guy but um we'd rather not like, right yeah exactly um but 
yeah, that guy, that guy's story is fucking nuts. I mean, I, I always loved Daryl Hammond. Like, I never wanted him to to leave. Uh, I mean, he's so valuable to a show. I like know, that. I know. He was. It's weird. I, I think Keenan has since surpassed him as the uh, the longest tenured well, cast Keenan member was ever. Supposed to leave. Keenan's never gonna fucking yeah, leave, man. Which like when, dude? <laughs> when, when was he supposed to well, leave? Well, no, he was legitimately supposed to be done after last season. Oh, really? Like, it was announced. It was in the news and shit. Hmm. And then it was like, but wait, Keenan Thompson may not leave SNL. And it was just like, and now it's come to the point where it's like, all right, if he was going to leave, he would have left last year. Yeah. Now he's never going to leave. Dude. But also, like, what does Keenan Thompson have to leave for? Exactly. I must have missed the, the – there's not so much I've kind of fallen off with SNL because I, I've i always been a pretty religious SNL watcher. Like, I, I thought that um, – like, I've, I've had Hulu for a while. I thought that the invention of Hulu was fucking huge because I – for years, just Sunday mornings, I would wake up before before football was on, bang out SNL, and it was like that was like pretty good Sunday plan. morning ritual. Oh, it was awesome, um, and I it, I mean it just got bad. Like the the yeah. the, the one year that it um, when it was like Noel Wells and all those people, it was just like so thoroughly not good, and I was I was. Like I'm a defender of the things that I like, you know. Um, like I'm, I'm generally not negative about the the shows I like or the music I like. And I was like, yeah, this is yeah, SNL stinks. It was bad. bad for a while, but yeah. I, I don't like when people say that like SNL hasn't been good. In so that's years. so that's what I get mad about, you know, um, yeah. because. It it will still have its moments even if it's in a bad season. Right. So like it's if you're not like a fucking juggernaut like it used to be, exactly. But it's still it has re- it has redeeming skits. Like it's funny, right? That, it very it, like they don't have funny from wire to wire episodes very much anymore. Right. But it they are certainly high points to almost every episode. And it drives me fucking crazy if you see something funny on SNL and you're like, hey, did you see that thing on SNL? And people say, like, oh, I haven't watched SNL in, like, three years. It's like, so then you don't know what you're talking about because you haven't fucking watched it. Suck my dick. And also, like, you just don't use YouTube because they are, like, prolific YouTube uploaders. I know. Whenever, whenever there's, like... Cause Which it didn't used to be like that. You used to have to have Hulu. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They were, like, the hardest, like... They should be the there. YouTube people in the world. I know, like that shit translates. To I think that's the why they eventually moved over. I think it was one of those things where they hitched their wagon so hard to Hulu. It was like the the Google Maps fiasco or the uh, the Apple Maps fiasco, where it was like people want to use uh, our product, so we'll just force them to use it in the way we want them to use it. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Nah, man, we fucking play by these rules. Fuck yourself." Um, I, so I said, I defend things that I like shows. I like music. I like, there is no fucking defending how bad today's episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm was. It was, it returned and it was fucking, it was like awful. It was, uh, I wouldn't say it was awful, but like, it was not a good episode. I think it was the worst step. I was trying to think, I think it was the worst episode of the series, which, wow. I mean, I, I, I love Curb Enthusiasm. I've seen the series probably like three or four times all the way through. Uh, I don't recall ever. Maybe there's like some episodes I'll skip as I'm rewatching it, but I don't think there's. I've ever watched a, a, an episode and been like, well, that was bad until tonight. 
Uh, well, maybe there's like there's uh, I mean, maybe there's factors there because if you're watching it through, you can kind of binge watch it. Yeah, and like you, whenever when, like there's ne- there's never like a moment where you're like, well, that was bad when you're binge watching, right? Because you're, you're only, just moving exactly. On to the next there's one. like a twenty percent paying attention thing going on. You yeah, know? and there's there's as no, long as it gives you like two or three laughs, like your brain doesn't know what's going on. There's good no reflection bad. period yeah. if you're binging something. Um, and also there is obviously hype. Mm-hmm. For this episode, so right. and to come back after that that long of a hiatus and just like not deliver, yeah, on really kind of anything, it, it that's that's weak and it's you don't expect that. It felt it seemed like you know how and Kirby Enthusiasm has done this in shows where they act like there's a show going on in the show. So like in Kirby Enthusiasm, for example, when they did the Seinfeld reunion. Right. And like they're showing the clips from the Seinfeld reunion and you could tell like this isn't really actually Seinfeld. Yeah. That's what this whole episode felt like. It's like it this isn't Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's like it's like where it's like if someone pretended to make Curb Your Enthusiasm. It was it was so much pl- like uh an attempt to play the hits and shtick. But he did pretty And pretty, a lot pretty of good. like pretty like, good and like the like uh what did he say um like the no good, and it's basically like all of his classic lines, and a lot of them seemed forced. Also, there was a sense. I said this to a friend, and they agreed. So I'm not crazy. Um, it seemed like it felt like they added a laugh track for this season, and forgot to add the laugh track. <laughs> like, they were just like like setting up jokes that kind of right, and there were there were like pauses for. Laugh like curb enthusiasm obviously has a lot of space and a lot of pauses for kind of awkwardness and tension and stuff, but it seemed like there were pauses for laughs in this. And I honestly, I didn't crack a smile. I wrote it down. When did I laugh? I didn't crack a smile until 17 minutes in when I think the JB Smooth scenes were like the only ones, yeah. That so when at. Leon says to what was her name, Betty. The shitty, uh, the shitty, the, the barber. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, when he says, he, uh, when he's like, "Oh yeah, you, you a groom, you a groom." Oh, she's fine as fuck. You yeah. one lucky ass groom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, I I cracked a smile at lucky ass groom, uh, and that was about it. Also, Nassim Pedrad, I think that I'm a I consider myself like a Nassim Pedrad fan. I don't think I've ever liked anything Nassim Pedrad's been in, other I- than SNL. You mean like uh, like I think she's good. I think girl. she's funny. I think yeah, but like I don't think she's funny in. New oh girl. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's you said. You don't like her in like anything that she's been in other than SNL. It's really no, but like I trust her. You know, like if I if well, I, I I like like yeah, like I, I like I, I think that she's good. She's got good chops and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's like I I like her, mm-hmm. but I don't like her work. <laughs> yeah, but that's isn't that weird? But like, do you think that she's good? Uh yeah, like, like I think that she yeah. is good. I, I think that she's like like she's funny. She's affable. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's I don't feel like she's being used. Yeah, to her maybe full it's potential or something. Yeah, because like, like her new girl is not not great. She's yeah. not very redeeming. Mulaney, uh, Mulaney expect <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing about Mulaney. Yeah, was really we'll redeeming. edit that out. We're <laughs> continuing to pretend that didn't exist. That was, man, we we were really fucking. That's case in point of uh. If I like something, I'm going to be nice about it. Because we were really trying to stay optimistic. Like, there was one episode where there were two laughs, and we were like, oh, golden. It's yeah, on its good. way. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that show was bad. Oh, man. 
I, that, I, that was, should have been right up our alley. I love Mulaney. I love yeah. Nassim Pedrad. I, I love, love Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, nope. It's it's unbelievable. Like this, the Metallica fan in me also experiences this, where you hear some shit that, uh, like, you'll hear Metallica play now, and you'll hear James Hetfield play, and you're like, "There's no way this person wrote." a lot of great songs however many years ago like i i there must have been a fucking ghostwriter in play because this person does not seem very capable it's like the opposite of that with Mulaney. it's like how did how did seemingly the most great. capable yeah. comedic person like the guy who wrote um did you ever see the snl skit uh who's on top i don't i don't think so it was a game show and uh it uh <laughs> and uh, it's hosted by Bill Hader, and he just names two people, and he says, hypothetically, who's on top? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. And, like, there's, like, a right and a wrong answer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, like he he's, like, written a lot of great shit. And it's like, so when you got a chance to write to whatever uh, you want yeah like no but no holds barred yeah it was like this a really like bad not funny version of seinfeld mm, yeah it was so bad i know it was very upsetting but um i was seeing like I, I was checking the old twitter feed people were celebrating this episode of curb really yeah there was a lot uh our our, our man's tom uh t- i tweeted like like dj don't or something because I I said F because that episode was absolutely enough. But like everybody was tweeting like, oh, my God, Curb is back. Like, like oh, like, oh, didn't take long for Curb to return to peak Curb. And it was like, no, that, this episode fucking sucked. Yeah. So uh, painful. Yeah. No, I was this episode was per, like I've been rewatching it. Well, not rewatching. I've been watching it. Uh, I never I haven't seen it all the way through. So I'm about three seasons deep that I got oh, really? this week. Which is kind of jarring because I went from like Curb at its best, yeah, to this, yes, and so like that was a very, uh, very good juxtaposition for me in terms of being like this wasn't right, yeah, good. like exactly, yeah. like th- this is not peak Curb because yeah. yeah, I mean like I feel like a lot of people probably were just like this was good because they needed Curb back in their yeah. lives. Yeah, I'm trying to think what what happens in season three. Is the Freak Book in season three? If it is, I haven't gotten to it yet. The Freak Book is such a fucking great. Episode. I will say. Um, what's his wife's name? Cheryl, Cheryl. Hines. Uh, she is a million times hotter in uh, in this episode that I just saw than her in the first few seasons of the show. Well, I think that she like she's always hot in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's like I mean, different she, types of hot. She is way right. more attractive now well, than she was. This might be uh, this might be inappropriate, but she's like single hot, maybe now. Uh, oh, they, so they're divorced in, in now. In the show, okay, yeah, uh, I did not know that. Thanks for the spoiler, but I did, I did, uh, I did know that they probably separated at some point. Because yeah, I accidentally watched an episode from season seven. Oh, really? I was scrolling, and somehow I just didn't realize that. Yeah, and, that, and uh, like, why is he just casually he, cheating on his wife? He had a black girlfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, oh, is that? Cancer. Yeah, yes, yes. That's uh... so. Uh, I was very confused. Yeah, um, but that's a, yeah, no. But she's way, way more attractive. Yeah. So. She's uh yeah, Cheryl. I don't know how that works. I know. Cheryl, well it's again, 
I think that maybe she has it's guy jeans. I, I was gonna say I think that maybe we're overlooking it and uh, or underestimating uh, the female people because that, like we just really assume happens. that guys always and that's true guys always look better as they get older like you want to find someone you want to tell if someone's dumb if someone points out to you isn't it crazy that pick a guy looks way better now than he did 20 years ago no no because that's how it fucking works yeah if you well that's how it works if you take care of yourself all the way through yes like if you're if you look like shit older yeah uh, it's because you're just gonna die you just let yourself go yeah yeah um Speaking, so uh, this is a good transition to Will and Grace because we also watched Will and Grace. Uh, we think that Will's a good-looking guy, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that Will's like a really good-looking guy. Yeah, I think that he looks like a fucking like he he looks like a man. So in the in this episode of Will and Grace, because we watched it, big Will and Grace. By the way, who's my team? I have Karen and Will. Karen and Will. It's okay, an easy way to remember that is that you have a guy and a girl. Yeah. So I knew that I had. Yeah, I knew that I had Karen, and I couldn't remember whether I had Will or Grace. Uh, I think that, actually, I don't know who's winning so far, because Will was great. Uh, Grace sucked, I think. Yes, I will agree with that, Yeah, but I'm going to take the point for Jack. Jack fucking killed it. Yeah. Jack, so I think we're, we're deadlocked 1-1. Uh, Jack's business ideas fucking had me <laughs> rolling. <laughs> what did he call the the uh, the pumpkin? Uh, big I, orange balls. Or it's like big orange balls. And like <laughs> big orange balls. Just so fucking animated. Oh, yeah. And man, he rules. Um, I also he, loved his uh, his slap on the tummy. Yeah, French toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we no point for that. And then he said that Will was. Uh, he could tell that Will was attracted to somebody because he was presented. Oh yes. And he did like a hip thrust. Yes. Yes. So uh, that scene right there. As soon as that happened, you should have seen me like, sitting in point my living Peter. room. Yeah. It was like I was celebrating a fucking sporting event. Yes. I was like, yeah. Definitely winning this point. Let's go. Yes. That was so. Oh man, he fucking killed it. I we definitely got a uh, next time we do like a brunch or something. Got a for sure order uh, French toast. <laughs> And he walked in and said, like, uh, I'm not hungry. I couldn't eat a thing. Yes. <laughs> First thing he says when he walks into a room. Yeah. Great. It's a great move. Um, but I, I like our character layout. Yeah. Because uh, this the first episode, Grace sucked. Yes. She was very bad. Yeah. Um, but they went full hard in on Trump jokes. They went. The entire and did you notice uh, they did not say Trump once? Mm-mm. This was like the masturbation episode of Seinfeld. Yep. They did an entire episode about masturbation without ever saying. I wonder if that. I wonder if that was like a, a rule from NBC or something. It's like, hmm. oh, don't, I don't know. Oh, they, they said Melania a lot. They did. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, did you see Karen did the Kellyanne Conway? Yeah, I did see that. that Karen was screaming hot this episode, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think. I mean, I think Megan Mullally is always pretty, but did they? Did they like? Is is like Karen like the sex symbol of that show? Uh, I think. I mean, they present her as like the the go get like it. the Samantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if they like she's supposed to be like the quote unquote hot. Yeah, one, like the like Miss Thang, but she's like the promiscuous one. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was very funny that they make her uh, Trump supporter. 
Uh, yeah, I know. I thought that was Although maybe because, like well because she's fucking rich. Yeah, I was going to say maybe like she throughout the series she's like a huge Republican and that's a joke or something, but yeah. Um her having the money would explain it. Yeah. Uh the the intro, the first opening scene, the cold open yeah. was very lazy. Yo, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> broke the fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, uh very much like, "Hey, let's get this over with." Yeah. Here are the details. I don't like that they added the horns to the intro music. They needed to spice it up a little bit. I liked it. And I said because the like the the old intro sounds like like an old Francis and the Lights type stuff. It's my kind of it's my kind of scene, my kind of like vibe. The horns. Well, horns are obviously fuck dude, you're talking the biggest fucking Chicago fan on the planet. Of course I fucking like horns. But that's the I don't know. This show is now horns. Yeah, that's right. Just a couple of horny little boys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the opening scene, they were just like, "All right, putting our balls on the table. Here's what you've missed." Yeah, uh, off off air for the past however many years. Yeah, and they had to shake off some rust uh, towards the beginning. There was a lot of like, "Hey, it's 2017." When she said, "I cringed," I fucking died of cringing when she said that is fake news. Oh, I died of cringing in that whole fucking dialogue. Would you? I'm. I used to be woke. Oh You're God! Yes. Yeah, I couldn't. The, I almost that, paused and rewound it. I was like, <laughs> she didn't fucking say that. But then she says woke a second later. It's like, yep, she yep. said woke. They did like a. They did a lot of stuff towards the beginning where there was just like, oh, now we're look at us. Now we're caught up with the times. Like yeah. Jack did a, a grinder joke. Oh uh, yeah, and there was just like a. That lot actually of that. was a funny joke though. <laughs> Well, he said, "I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get herpes of my finger." No, when he said, "When he said, uh, there's," he's like, "Oh, these is th- there's a gay guy within ten oh, feet." Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so, a lot of that I remember from uh, from Will and Grace is that like Jack being like being Will's very nothing. gay, yeah. but n- has no interest in Will. So he says when so Will's going to see that uh, politician, and they show the politician. Who looks like a fucking bottle of hair gel, quite frankly. And Jack says, he's a 10, you're a 6. Like, you got this. And I was like, Will's not a fucking 6. Like, Will's way hotter than the politician. Like, right? Will's way better looking than that politician guy. And he's way hotter than the the Secret Service guy that Jack eventually, like, hooks up with. Yeah. That guy's... That guy's in everything. Yeah. We, we ought to learn his name. <laughs> no. Not interested. Nobody knows that guy's name. Yeah. He's just like beefcake number one. Yeah. He's in The Office. He's in She's yeah, Out of My right. League. He's, he's in everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of plays the same-ish guy. Yeah. I like he He's funny in uh, She's Out of My League. Everybody's funny in She's Out of My League. That's, That's such a, a good, good movie. fucking movie. When he's like, uh, what, does he, what does he say at the uh, the dinner table? He's like, wait, so like. You're like really smart and successful, and you don't do underwear. <laughs> That's a fucking terrific movie. Really, really good. I mean, he doesn't shake the. He doesn't get up to shake the father's hand. Hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. He like reaches out to do it. He goes, nah. <laughs> yeah, that movie's fucking. Hilarious. That's a, like I'm about to go home and watch that movie. That's a. I like I own that movie. And I got it on DVD. That was really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You was, you really like that movie? Huh? So this is something my friend Mike and I used to do. Like we we spent a lot of money on uh, like jokes on being like uh, you know in um, have you seen the movie uh, the the is it called the other guys. With Mark Wahlberg yes, and, and Will Ferrell. And yeah. So you know how Will uh, Mark Wahlberg's character 
is like uh, like a black belt in ballet, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Wait, he's black tutu?" Yeah, he's like, "You took took ballet?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course I did to make fun of all those fruitcakes who were doing ballet." I had to like, how else can I make fun of them unless I like know how to do all their stupid like their gay little moves? And he's just like clearly into ballet. Yeah. So my friend Mike and I would uh, do that a lot where. We'd be like, "Oh, that's so stupid," and then we'll, we'd kind of get into that thing, and then we would like commit to that kind of as a joke. So, like, I remember everyone was like, "You got to see, she's out of my league," and like that that movie did not look good. No, no, that no, movie no. looked terrible. Yeah, and uh, eventually, and like it was on like HBO or something like that. And then like the next day, I went to Best Buy and I was like, "Yo, purchase that shit." <laughs> And now that turned out to be a great purchase because that movie rules. Yeah, it is. And I come to think of it, I meant to ask this: uh, if you have like a DVD collection, it's the fucking same as having a Blu-ray collection, right? Yeah. Like, like I feel like I don't you don't you don't want to own Blu-rays no, because that means that you kept buying blue like you kept buying movies when blu-rays came out yeah it's like why would you and do once that? blu-rays were out it was like you can just get everything fucking digital yeah yeah exactly uh dvds man making a comeback uh uh she has, she's out of my league it's a big hockey movie it is yeah they work hockey into that thing oh yeah because jay bear shell yeah you know what he is he's a canadian boy he's the new dave coolier that's right 